0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Queerling Blast today it will be just me and Amanda because Sarah couldn't be with us today but we'll try our best to fill all the gaps for this episode. Um Let's dive straight in. Um, Liz and Max like always, Um, I feel like we always start with them so I I don't know if it's supposed to be this way this season, but I am so confused with everything that's going on with the two of them. Um, I feel like every time with my feelings towards Max, I, I feel like when he was with Liz, I always could stand him more. And this season, I can't stand either of them when they're together on screen. I don't know what's going on with the two of them
1: who is this Liz? This like sniveling, like afraid to push Max, afraid to say the wrong thing. Like, who are you? This is not the relationship. I don't even care about Echo. And even I am like, "Mm, what did she say? We don't, we don't kick each other or we don't, we don't like kick each other yeah, yes. or we don't push each other or whatever whatever she was saying to jenna and i was like since when, since yeah. when don't you push it like that's the whole point that's how the show even exists is because you constantly push one another and like mm-hmm. try to get better and all of this i just don't recognize either one of them
0: yeah um because i feel like they're trying to, like, not be too much of a burden, I think, for one another, but it's it's not working. Like, they're, they're making it worse, you know, by... Well, and, like, you're always, maybe burden's the wrong
1: word that I'm going to use here, but you're always a burden for one another. And I don't mean that in a negative mm-hmm. way. Like, you can't negate your influence in someone's life just to make yourself really small and, like, take up the smallest portion of their life so that you don't Mm -hmm. influence each other that's ridiculous they Mm. you influence each other every day like that and they're both intelligent people of course they're going to influence one another and like take up space in each other that's the whole point right like Liz just like not wanting to tell him what to do or influence him in any way I'm like that's ridiculous like yeah how can you have a partnership this is just it's wild that i think that this was supposed to come from the gap this time jump this sort of unsteady mm-hmm. relationship but where did this come from i don't understand
0: yeah and it's like it's like when there's nothing going on i think what they're trying to say or the sh- the show's trying to say is when they had nothing going on um kind of they didn't know what to do with each other But now that something is going on, they're still trying to keep that, um, I guess, happy bubble or something and trying to pretend that nothing is going on and that's not going to work. And I think that like just talking stuff out in a relationship, in a relationship, in any dynamic, dynamic, any anyway, like even if it's family, friends, anything like something that Someone that works as like a shoulder to cry on, if you want to to put it that way, it just helps. You know, talking helps. It sounds dumb saying it like that, but it it really does. So we're just going back to like secrets and um not telling each other stuff, and it's like, I mean, that's season one, really. Like, are up, we not? You, well, yeah, exactly. Well, and you bring up
1: a really good point that I didn't really think about. Their relationship is so. Stuck in that sort of like adrenaline, you know. That's where it began, and that's where it mm-hmm. sort of festered. And so now, what you know, what do you do? So that makes sense. The way that you explain it, like, what do you do when all that's gone? Like, okay, that that puts the beginning of the season into clarity for me. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what's happening now? Like you yeah. say, like right, like now we're this sort of falling apart in a way that we've never we've never seen them so detached from one another, and it's just. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they're just, I think that this is the, the least communicative they've ever been in the entire history yeah. of the show. And I, they're just, they're just sort of rubbing them, you know, the, rubbing the wrong way. And I really liked that at one point, Max asked Michael about,
0: yeah is this, what do I you do with Alex?
1: So. What do you do? You know, do you tell him everything? Mm-hmm. And I especially love Michael's like, no, I don't. And I hate it every time I don't do that. And I hate it you know, and they started this like open conversation because I think Max and Liz have gotten the sort of idealistic relationship the yep. whole time. They've gotten these big lines and these big scenes and these big kisses and this I love you's and all this stuff. And I, it, it was kind of nice to see Max go like, I don't know how yep. to tell her things. I don't know how to communicate. So it's just very strange. And maybe it's strange just because they've gotten such a perfect storyline up until now
0: yeah and it's it makes so much sense because you know the show always frames it as it's Michael that doesn't know how to have relationships but as far as we know Max hasn't had really any relation any important relationship aside from Jenna which we'll talk about because I'm mm, okay but Jenna and Liz as far as we know in his adult life right so he doesn't really know what to do. Like, and Michael is the same. So I did really, really love that scene. Um, What I still don't like about Echo is that the show always kind of um, gives them problems and then they're resolved, like by the end of the episode, like they sometimes, like I I guess the overall um, plot of the season always has you know recurring problems that are come up during the season but as far as like single episodes go they have this big like fight or like this big problem and by the end of the episode it's like yeah i love you you know we're together and was Liz getting injured really like that necessary i mean i think maybe the handprint will have something you know if you give you gave it the imprint, but
1: I, the first time I watched it, cause I'll tell everyone I have, you know, we were talking about before this, but I have COVID and I'm on a bunch of different medication. The first time I watched it, I guess I closed my eyes to the injured. Like I didn't know how she got injured. So I looked up and all of a sudden she's laying there bleeding. And I was like, what in the fuck just happened? It was so Roswell, you know? And then even when I watched it the second time, I was like, well, I still don't think it makes any sense to randomly have her like bleeding out, you know, but then they had that line of the, him like being like, well, I should have told you. And she, she's like, oh, I should have pushed you. Is is this the time and place to come to that realization? And how, how do you come to that realization so quickly? I guess it's hard to watch it as a Malik shipper, right? And see them just so struggle for years to just get out basic words. And here we have like 15 minutes later, Max being like, oh, here's what I did wrong. And Liz being like, oh, here's what I did wrong. We got to get better. And I'm like, did you get
0: here? I don't understand. Yeah, it's like we're always missing like 15 steps into <laughs> in the conversation. Um, so yeah, I think okay, let's I kind of move on to the plot that is the, the underlining thing that's going on. So Max meets Teska in Jenna's skin at first, and um I think like for two episodes now, I was convinced that, that we're going to resurrect Jones, and we're not getting him back, and I'm very sad. I just wanted to get that out. Um. So yeah, I, wrote, I, p- I know that was really hard to
1: watch. I was like, no, don't take this this lasting hope away from me, because <laughs> I always, I always wanted Max to actually be Jones or something, something wild. I don't know.
0: But no, nope. apparently, is just like a better version of jones because he has i don't know more powers a different dna i don't don't know the science is still not
1: secret powers of max evans that's all i i got out of this sure
0: so we get the villain to explain him how to use his powers and we'll get it we'll get into it more a bit later on but there was a lot of explaining in this episode um so, yeah, aside from that, like, he meets Tesca, He doesn't want to tell Liz. He has con- is connected to Tesca because he healed her when she was in Jenna's skin. So they're connected throughout the episode. And she's explaining to him that he will be, like, the next savior, I guess. I can't, like, I was so convinced last season that we had Michael be the important one. And then, and now we're back to Max being the savior. And I, I don't care.
1: I guess I'm just tired of hearing about these new abilities. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm like, I want to see some weird stuff. Like, I want to, let's talk about it. I still understand what the blue flame does. Giver of life. Whatever. Um, But it's always going to remind me of the, like, the religious aspect of Roswell that Mm Shauna always loves to talk about. Because I never... I, you know, I don't, it'll, it'll just sort of hit me in the middle of an episode. I'm like, wow, they're really making Max have to be Jesus. Got it. Okay. Like it really, even me, it slaps me in the face. So it's very interesting, but I just, I want to care so badly that Max is the savior. I just don't. <laughs> I don't.
0: Yeah. I, I, I kind of, it's, it's too on the nose now, you know, if, if it had been only season one, I, w- I would have been like, yeah, sure. I mean, is that is. it's, it's like the second main character, I get it. But now it's like it's too much. It's too much, you know. Just just show it by now, you know. Um Well, I think we just need to
1: get to the point where Max is embracing the you know sort of like evil side of himself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to see if we're going to have this Max be the savior, then I want to move beyond where we are right now and I want to show a new Max. Like mm-hmm. Really figuring this out this about himself and like really moving beyond, sort of stuck in this small town sheriff kind of thing, like really have him yeah. embrace it or not. Like it's just we're stuck in this weird little limbo.
0: Yeah. Um, and one more thing I had done for um Liz and Max. And I guess you know, Jenna was with them the whole episode because she was recovering from being attacked by Tesca, and Liz is trying to get alien DNA out of her again science um and we're back to this really weird Jenna was in love with Max Max was in love with Jenna and and I guess my my frustration is did we only get Jenna back this season to have these conversations because it's stuff we already know like okay you want to pretend that we're in love with each other sure whatever we knew that in season one like why are we doing this again why are we having these conversations again i've already gotten angry about this three years ago i don't need to get angry about it again
1: because it's the most preposterous who who can forget the Max and Jenna sex scene <laughs> in mm-hmm. episode two. Like no one can forget that. It's the first season, how uncomfortable it was, how I have to see it every time I go and watch some Alex scenes. Like it's it's, it's clearly not true. And it's clearly something that we sort of retroactively did. Fine. It doesn't need to be brought up years later. It, just, it, mean, it meant nothing to anyone. And now we're just making it awkward for Jenna to be mm-hmm. back. Now we're just making this... Why are they obsessed with love triangles? They're making it yeah. weird for Jenna to be in these scenes with Max and Liz. When we saw Liz and Jenna foster like an actual friendship that yeah. it was like, look great. Like they were really headed in that direction. So I just want to, how many love triangles can we have in one show over the, really? the lifetime? Like, let it go.
0: Yeah. And it's, I guess it's just, you know, it's frustrating again, because I really wanted Jenna to have you know, her own storyline and we got a very tiny piece of it in season two with her and her sister and she's in the FBI now and I just wanted something for her that was hers and even the, the FBI plot was about Max and was about, you know, the new aliens and I don't, I know Roswell doesn't have a lot of time and I guess they wanted to have some characters back because it was the last season or something like that. But it's just frustrating that she's only again like just a plot device really for someone else's relationship. It doesn't have her own um, growth. I mean, she has grown as a character, I think I think from season one but most of it was like off screen. Or liking conversations, so the
1: best, the best version of Jenna, if she's going to be the prop for other people, if that's what, if that's the role they want to give her, the best that it's been is when she and Max are friends and only yeah. friends and like really good friends and partners, and they sort of are intuitive with one another when it comes to these things. That's the real meat of of when it's good with Jenna, you know, mm-hmm. and and she's good with Liz when they have these conversations. We just don't need to reduce her to. This sort of not literally a vessel for Tesca and like losing her body autonomy all the time but also this sort of figuratively a vessel for Max and Liz's relationship where she almost becomes this like relationship guru for the two yeah. of them that's weird you know no
0: yeah like like a middle person you know she, they were having like kind of having conversation through her and I was like no like why are we doing this like you're you're all grown grown-ups you know so like just have conversations exactly so moving on to Michael um we did already talk a little bit about the scene between him and and Max um, in the in the truck, which I, I I did really love. I do not love a lot of Max and Michael scenes, so it was a nice surprise. Um, well, this just
1: felt genuine, right? Like that yeah. felt very like brotherly, like because you know the last the, a lot of times when Max has mentioned Alex in this way, because it's not the first time where Max has been like, so do mm-hmm. you tell you know when he brings up Alex in this way, it always feels really. Like aggressive or like really like, I don't know how to explain it, but this time it really felt like he was equating his and Liz's relationship with Michael and Alex and saying, yeah. like, okay, well, what do you do during these things? Are you like you have childhood trauma? There's no way you're healthy about this, you know? And that's yeah. sort of like recognizing that their relationship is just it's so almost felt like validating. Yeah. So for Michael, and I love Michael being very honest and not pretending and being like oh i'm totally honest all the time when we've already seen you do the same exact shit you know Mm -hmm. with, with alex but i'm glad that they had him admit like yeah i do that but then i feel awful when i do that so which i thought was gross on everybody's part
0: yeah it was genuine like asking for advice and wanting to get that advice not just asking because you have to um and it was very nice because the last time we saw them interact and it was very um, aggressive uh, from Max. So so yeah, I love seeing them like actually acting like brothers um, for once. So Michael goes off on a more, um, more of his uh, undercover adventure um, and goes to find Eduardo, but runs into Clyde uh, and not Bunny. And like the whole thing I think was kind of a lot under nose again of making sure you got that Clyde was playing Michael. Um, I did think towards the end, Clyde genuinely wanted to get closer to Bonnie, like to f- try and get, you know, her perspective on things and try to you know try stuff out for her. But again, I don't really care about the two of them. So um just the important part was that Michael is generally kind of trying to help people and got played.
1: They, yeah, they made him like so naive. I don't know. And I, the previews for next episode make it seem like he really, I mean, he just really got played the worst he's ever. And I I, I find it hard to believe that someone who's been through what Michael's been through and been in all the situations that he's been through in his life you know, we've seen him be guarded and like really untrustworthy of people. Where did that go? Did he lose all of that just because he sort of worked through some of his issues? He just seems unwilling to see that this could be like a double cross situation or not, or you know that you know because I feel like he's from the previous, from, last, from the next episode. Spoiler alert! Um, you know, sort of not real not believing that Bonnie could be taking advantage of him or or you know using her abilities against him and it's just like who i don't know it's a weird who is michael (laughs) this doesn't feel like michael
0: yeah um and it's fine we can talk about the previews because this goes out when everyone has already seen episode six so we'll talk about it we talk about
1: timelines i don't know i don't ever know what day it is it's
0: fine (laughs) um so yeah, I'm really glad, actually, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm glad that it's clear from the preview that um, The Kiss was about making Michael sick, which he does, he gets sick at the end of the episode. It doesn't have its powers and because I felt like, I remember when I watched that episode when The Kiss happens, I was like, what's The Kiss, you know, do we have to have The Kiss? um and you guys were like yeah but i mean it's, it was fine <laughs> like no i didn't want it um but now it makes. oh sense. i think we just got burned
1: because of the, the first... <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yeah. too. like
1: that that brought up i will you know when you first see that you're like oh no we're not doing this again like mm-hmm. i'm not you know but so you're right but it makes more sense now like it yeah.
0: fits in it's like it puts it into like hindsight is a gift um but yeah, I know I also understand Michael's point of view of being like he always wants to know more of you know his own planet, oasis, and everything. Um, it does get to a point where it's like he is willing to ignore everything else in order to, to get answers. And this is a bit like season one, season two of him. Um, but he does get um he gives Clyde the cube thingy anythingy um i don't know and put it into, yeah into this kind of like tray plate i don't know what you want to call it um slate rock slate i don't know um and it shows like a like a stellar map like a planet map and so he finds out like the position of oasis i guess and he's re- it was very cute that he was really excited about that and he wanted to so, show sort that of childlike and, childlike yeah.
1: wonder you know that we don't get to see out of Michael very often cuz we i think we forget just how important it has was always to Michael to find out where he lived right and he was about this season when he was talking when he gave the pieces to Alex and all that like it remains the most important thing really you know mm-hmm. it's always going to be in the back of his mind so i think uh, and we it's easy to forget that as like his relationship progresses and all of that just how important finding home was and I think any bit of information he gets he just turns into a little kid and it's almost the most heartbreaking thing in the world yeah (laughs) the guy almost can't handle it because it's like this is the saddest I don't know if he's ever gonna make it there I mean Mm -hmm. we have so few episodes left I doubt it but I don't know
0: yeah, I don't think I, I don't think that actually will do like interplanetary travel or something like that. But I, I, I do wish that he finds like either he it, it finds like an actual course to the to the planet, like a way to have in his mind that he could get there and he does know where it is. And you know, all the information he exactly. could get, but it doesn't go anywhere, you know, because Alex is here and his family right. is here. Um, I, I guess, think that would
1: offer him some comfort just to yeah. know that there it is there and maybe doing what he can to save it from here, you know, is enough to mm-hmm. sort of to give him what he needs.
0: Yeah, some comfort, some closure as well from like all the the stuff that he didn't know as a child and growing up. Um that would just be thinking nice of Alex. Speaking of Alex, where the fuck is he? Do
1: are we? Do we notice? Are we? How many? How many episodes has it been now? Um, three, three. Okay. Um, so like, are we not worried? Are we not concerned? Are we just vibing? This is weird. This is a lot of episodes without. I don't know. This is very strange.
0: Yeah, i th- I thought by now they would at least... at least bring it up or like something like a hint. Yeah i was like i haven't heard from alex maybe they've he's been getting texts from like someone acting as alex but i don't think so like they wouldn't mention it um but alex was really um mentioned several times in this episode um michael again the conversation with alex with max and then again michael mentions him when he's talking to bonnie um so again, like where is he? Like I, know. I, I know. think by now it's been a few days that Mimi's died. Um, just from how Maria seems, you know, they all seem kind of settled and kind of, you know, over it, really. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Is we we grieve for one episode. Right.
1: Is yeah. it not weird that he hasn't reached out? Like, is it not, is this not a is this not a strange? I don't know what everybody knows. I don't know where everybody thinks he is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Do they, it's very, it's, it's, it's the most frustrating thing. And I get it. I try to be understanding about actors, not, I get it. But it's. Yeah, but you, think you it's can have lines. Right. You know? I think it's ultimately frustrating because we waited so long to get here. We went through crazy amounts as a fandom. Like it's just been a long three years. We finally get here and get what we want. And the episodes are ticking by mm-hmm. week after week after week without seeing any more of Alex. and it's just we you know, this is it. there's there's what eight more episodes. Yeah. and it's just it's starting to get very real that it's almost over and we're not we're not seeing anything,
0: yeah, and I guess I would be i would be less frustrated. I know that we're getting a lot from Michael talking about the relationships so and we re- really we really are, but. I guess I would be less frustrated if he actually had anything to do with the plot, like, like
1: if we had flashes to him or, yeah. I don't, like anything. I know, like just sort of some indication that he ever existed on the show, yeah. ever.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: because that's exactly how I feel about Rosa. I know we're just mm-hmm. gonna ta- we're just I'm talking about her randomly, weird segue into villainties, I guess, but is she alive like is she cool yeah. is she coming back i don't know i don't know because she's
0: still listed in like as a character so like where, where is she you know and everybody, kept saying,
1: she, everybody was, kept saying she's coming back oh episode four It's like episode five like i don't know if she's coming back i don't know yeah
0: i think this is you know very random and you know katie can cut this out if you want but um i think the um site that had the mm, synopsis up yeah used to have uh, actors listed in for the episode only if they were actually in the episode and now it just says the cast includes you know oh no Tyler okay. and amber and stuff like that so i'm pretty sure tyler was listed from that website for this episode so i was convinced that we're going to see him like maybe at the end of the episode you know we find out where he is at the least um, but no we nope. didn't so it's really like whatever it's gone
1: it's fine right. we're doing great
0: all right do you have anything else to say about Michael no um,
1: okay. still hate the mustache say it every week <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. we'll say every single
1: episode every we'll single episode it's the whole the running thing
0: i guess we'll move on to kyle and isabel um okay first let's talk about plot first they're both in mexico um isabel got to mexico they find um this woman in the pod looking like tesca we find out that she's actually the one with the real face that Tesca's wearing. So we don't know what Teska actually looks like. Um, her name is, I think, Sonia. I would say Sonia, okay. Um, and she's a Valenti. Because because, why of course <laughs> she is,
1: everyone's a Valenti. Kyle's related to everyone in Mexico. Genuine. How, 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 how is everyone related? Kyle's related to more people at this point i'm just like it's like that scooby-doo where they take off the mask from people and it's like i'm a valenti like i don't everyone's related to kyle and it's just yeah. I, it's wild and he and i you know i like the running theme of how important his family is you know mm-hmm. in roswell and in mexico you know all and in mexico and that's all well and good but it's just they make valenti seem make them out to be this like I don't know, like far-reaching empire of people. Yeah. I'm like, this <laughs> yeah. is the weirdest, like the sun never sets on the Valenti empire because I don't know, you know, every every time
0: we meet someone, they're like, oh, I'm a Valenti. I'm like, okay, great. Of course you are. Sure. Um, She's specifically uh, Eduardo's daughter. Again, more secret daughters. Why not? <laughs> you know, um, I do like that Kyle does say something about it. It's like, yeah, sure, another you know random relative oh, Why not you speaking
1: know? of Eduardo the funniest fucking line in the whole episode was Michael being like yeah I found Eduardo and then I left him and Gina's <laughs> like you just left him just tied up It makes me think of Alex last you know getting kidnapped or whatever he, like chained and she's just like you left him he's like he convinced me it was the right thing to do jesus christ michael jesus <laughs> okay, christ in fairness to michael he <laughs> did undo oh, no. the knots first <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like this poor eduardo is probably just like what the fuck <laughs> like, sure. it's fine we
0: the fuck easy anyway <laughs> but anyway okay um so yeah we do find out that um the valenti family uh has been important for the aliens specifically um throughout the whole thing throughout, throughout history um it was very cute i think that little bit with isabel that she had when she said your family has been protecting us and my family for for the whole time you know um which thinking back to season one when they hated each other and you thought that the Valenti were, you know, um, like experimenting on the aliens and were, you know, part of what um, the mains family was doing and all of that is just, it kind of hits you that is like, that's so much growth and so much um, history going on with the two, with, with the whole thing, you know? And it was very... I think satisfying for that point of, you know, side of, of the plot, at least.
1: If we ignore the existence of a Naza, right, and we just ignore that that ever happened, Kyle and Isabel, I maintain, have the best growth, the best, mm-hmm. better than anyone, truly. I mean, and I say that, you know, even, even Michael and Alex sometimes, because mm-hmm. We just, we, you can you can trace it from the very beginning to where we are now, where Isabel just looked at Kyle and said the sweetest thing, basically about how she's mostly, most comfortable with Kyle. And this is, yeah. you know, he's the sort of like balm to relieve her pain and her issues. What a very wonderful thing to say,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you have to ignore the anats of it all to get there. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the most annoying part. There's such yeah. a wonderful... They're such a wonderful couple to ship. Such a wonderful ship to be involved in, except for that part.
0: Yeah, I'm very mad about it. I'm mad that I couldn't really enjoy them finally. I'm not. I'm not gonna say getting together. I'm gonna say they just God, kissed. No. <laughs> um, but finally, getting there, you know, finally getting that kiss, because at that at this point, it really has been the slow burn of you know the 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 show um and it's been that part has been really satisfying but like you said I'm so frustrated about about Anatsa and I'm like I think the one
1: the one good thing that I've seen the only good thing to really come out of the Anatsa thing right is Isabel being comfortable with her sexuality that's always a great thing but also seeing Kyle have such respect for boundaries Mm -hmm. and like sort of consent and like being has been absolutely lovely i love yeah. that was they they had kyle they didn't have them do like sleep together before they were broken up or mm-hmm. some dumb like morally gray thing they really had kyle sort of respectfully watch from afar as sad as it was mm-hmm. you know and so i can appreciate this episode and kyle was adorable yeah and they seemed really happy but then why did we have to do to anato what we did to get there yeah we just didn't, it could have, we've always said it could have been, enough, the Anansa stuff could have happened earlier and it would have It would have left a
0: better taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say anything else about that, about Anansa because we've, you know, t- said it right, countless exactly. times by now, right. but I will say about Isabel and Kyle, I did adore how flustered Kyle oh, was so about cute. the whole thing. He was like a teenager. Yeah. And and that he was still kind of tentative about you know getting a, like kissing isabel and being like I, romantic um kind of environment with her and situation with her i think he still has like you just broke up with someone you love and i was like i don't want to you know i love the juxtaposition of them from
1: season from the 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 Some episode, sorry, in the Mm -hmm. gay club. I was like, "What season is that?" I feel like I'm high on drugs. Um, but from that scene in the gay club, would Is isabel sort of using her sexuality as sort Mm -hmm. of like a weapon against Kyle, not against Kyle, but you know what I mean? Sort of very. And this the the same sort of framing on the TV, and it was just so soft and sweet, and it's exactly what you want out of a ship. Like it's exactly sort of hesitant i mean they they were acting like like virtual teenagers and i just think mm-hmm. that's so cute because to get to this point they had to let go of a lot of trauma a lot of issues kyle had to do you know sort of discovery and you know forgiving of isabel and isabel had to deal with all of her noah stuff and so it just it was a long journey to get here and it was very appreciative
0: yeah and the, the other thing that i want to say that also very satisfying um As when Isabel said, I mean, it was frustrating that she said Annata wasn't my person just because of what we just mentioned about Annata. But that was really satisfying because we started season one with her saying, We all have, you know, our person, and Noah was her person at that point. Um, And Max said, Liz, and Mike led Alex even in that old mess that was season <laughs> one, more or less. But then Isabel was really the one who lost her person. And then, yes, yeah, she said Max was her person. But in a romantic um, point of view, you know, they really just implied Kyle is really her person. Um, so it was really nice to get, you know, full circle from her... Losing her person and getting one back. Getting, I guess, and the, you know quote unquote, real and who,
1: person. Who better person, you know, what better person is yeah. it than Kyle, right? Like, no one's better than Kyle. Mm-hmm. Kyle might be the reigning champion of just nice guy on the show. Like, I don't, I don't think he's ever really truly pissed me off. <laughs> like, ever. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever, every character has pissed me off at some point in time or said something, done something really stupid But Kyle is just, he's the stalwart, right? Like, he's always there. He's always the sort of anchor for everyone. And if anybody needs an anchor to, like, bring her down to Earth, it is, it's Isabel. Mm -hmm. And they could not have picked a better, a better pairing.
0: Yeah. I was just thinking, I was like, was I ever mad at Kyle? Like, I was mad on his behalf. On his behalf, for sure. You know, I was, like, furious in season two. You (laughs) You didn't have a plot in season two. Well, because...
1: and it's also like he deserves better. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, all we gave him was like Steph and Steph 2.0 and we gave him really sort of, and and Liz and who was never going to love him the way that he wanted, yeah. you know? And so it's nice to finally have him be like appreciated by someone. And, and, and I think, you know, like the more I talk about it, the more I fall in love with them, but I think um, Isabel has like genuinely said very kind things to Kyle yeah. That he needed to hear and she needed to say, and it was wonderful. And like, you know, I love this like recurring theme of doing surgery together. Very strange.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sure, I love that. Why film. not? <laughs> um, I think the last thing I have to say about the two of them is that Kiss was really, really short. And oh yeah.
1: I mean, Everywhere. is this
0: what we're getting
1: after four seasons of waiting? right like we've been wanting this for a long time let's 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 play some t- you know some like tonsil hockey here let's really get yeah. in there <laughs> yeah. let's make the audience almost uncomfortable <laughs> like, yep. you know and that's what I'm hoping I'm really hoping this isn't you know mm-hmm. something that we barely talk about or they move past really quickly
0: yeah no I I, I really hope like they figure it out and like stay together um and we get like a proper kiss I just want
1: a throwback to what Isabel said about the like la- waking up next to someone you love or whatever. Aww. Oh, that's all I want. Like all I want is that. And like a callback to that with him her waking up next to Kyle. That's all I asked for. Oh, the show I can end. I know.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, well, yeah. Anything else about um, I mean, I guess, the, like, the plot part. <laughs> oh, yeah, the actual plot the of the episode. Um, um, so the, um, like, a s- slate thing where we they put the cube thing is, I don't know, I have no idea. Like, the main thing that they bringing up, it the main like toy, they're bringing up. It looks
1: like a shape toy that you give to toddlers to make yeah. them learn other shapes.
0: That's what it looks like. That thing. You guys understood what I mean. Anyway, the thing... Was stolen from Mexico um, by Tesca. and so I mean we understood by now it's really important. And I don't know. I do we think that they're going to bring um, Kyle's cousin back to Mexico to uh, Roswell or yes, yeah.
1: That's what I think. I don't know. I just admit, like have and also have her and Eduardo have like a. I think so uh-huh. probably. Because yeah. God knows Roswell needs more Valentines.
0: <laughs> also, the one thing that I, I do want to say because it makes me laugh for, the, you know, the past three episodes that the, you know, when they cut back to um where they are in Mexico and they, they show Car- Carayes, it's just like a still photo with a like a sepia, <laughs> like with an orange filter on it. Yeah, let's let's like like. Look- Old school are we hollywood... doing this to mexico again old Please. school
1: hollywood racism for the win here like you know those the scenes from other countries are always you know sepia toned and like uh, yes i know it's just cringy like especially a show that's set in the part of the u.s that is so deeply entrenched with like hispanic culture like yeah can we maybe not be a little nationalistic xenophobic i don't know
0: Yeah, it's like, I know you don't have a big budget, but like, could you not find like a moving also? video? It's
1: (laughs) it's also 2022 in Mexico. (laughs) Like, we didn't jump back a hundred years when we went to Mexico. They're still up with the times. They have like, you know, all the same things we do. It's okay. We don't have to portray them as being like the Wild West anymore.
0: Moving on to the last kind of um group of characters which here's is, where you yeah. lost
1: I lost everything <laughs>
0: I lost, <laughs> everything
1: went out the window with making sense
0: yeah Maria and Dallas are kind of on their own quest I guess this this season um which is like a nice. side I, quest I really like <laughs> I like the dynamic but it's like what are they doing I don't know <laughs> what they're looking so- for I don't know
1: I, you know I think it's really telling to of how sort of forgettable it can be sometimes i like their dynamic but what Mm -hmm. they're doing i'm like is this important is this one of those things that roswell's just going to forget about like i'm not quite sure you know what the goal is here
0: Mm -hmm. so we find out a, a couple of i guess important things for the plot uh which is that um dallas's dad who we thought had died on the ship i think from last season was actually on earth. And I did not understand this. Both times I watched the episode, that the flashback was in 1947. And then I got the second time that I watched, I think Dallas said that it was in 1947. Oh my God, I did not get that. Yeah. He's dressed like, (laughs) why is he dressed like that? Anyway, so they were both on earth in 47 and dallas was out of the pod which is i think will also be important like it's gotta be yeah and they planted these tree which we already saw from michael eating the, the fruit and also maria has a drawing of it from her mom
1: i just want to put that, it in, i want to put it out there for the audience that um Uh, Mixed notes where tree is important. Igk. Yeah, (laughs) that's good because
0: Uh that's it. Tree is important. Sure. (laughs) Why not? And then, Uh, are they siblings? I don't know. Are we supposed to like? They flirted. They
1: flirted. (laughs) They can't. That's so gross. That's towing the line of something really weird that I don't want to be a part of again.
0: again again. are we doing (laughs) this again it's like the third time why
1: why is there why do they want incest to happen like why is that like their goal Like, that should be far away there should never be a moment on any show where you think is this incest that should not happen so I don't know I and, and I'm tired of everyone being related I'm tired of it
0: yeah I think it's just cheap at this point like one is fine you know we're getting to three now
1: like rosa and kyle to me was great that made sense yeah. like it really sort of pushed the narrative i got i got it yeah
0: everything else man we, we gotta take a chill pill here yeah um so i i think that's what we're supposed to gather from the episode that they're somehow we rel- i mean half related i guess if dallas's dad is maria's dad because we didn't see maria's dad oh i guess mimi's husband face in the wedding picture which i think for me was always kind of a question because maria's dad wasn't ever really brought up like we knew her mother and for every other character i guess we knew somehow what the configuration of the family was and what happened to you know both parents um and with her we never really knew uh and i was prepared to have like to have it be like whatever it's maria they don't explain anything about her you know but i do hope that we you know this um, the Luca family history finally gets to a point where it's like, yes, it is important, and it's been important the old the whole time, and um, you know, it will also explain her abilities a little more. Um, so yeah, but them being siblings, it's weird. You know, I'm yeah. I am excited. Any anytime we can learn more
1: info about Maria, sort of fill in the blanks a little bit is you know. Especially because they've really given her some intriguing things this season, even Mm -hmm. if they've kind of been a, you know, somewhat, somewhat of a letdown or whatever. But the stuff with her mom and losing her abilities, you know, there's we got some really good stuff. So more info can't be bad. I just don't want them to be related. I think that's weird.
0: Yeah, I do want to mention once again. This is the episode immediately following Mimi's death.
1: Sure, (laughs) they're
0: all okay. Absolutely. Sure. people die and it's
1: just like oh yeah we're we're, we're good
0: one more yeah true why not <laughs> um okay the last thing that i had down for maria was the scene at the very end with Les. oh i adored it it was like everything i've been wanting from the two of them yes. for like three seasons now because really after season one we didn't really have conversation between the two of them and we've
1: we had more we've had more heart-to-heart one-on-one conversations like isabel and liz than we've ever really had with liz and maria Mm -hmm. and so to have them have this sort of like sisterly you know conversation this bond and have it brought up again it was it's just it's it comes down to the heart which we've said a million times is that the relationships amongst these characters that's what we love about them Mm -hmm. and it's always nice to see that again.
0: Yeah. So I think the part that that's important to the plot is that Maria finally tells Liz that her visions are gone um, because she was cured. You know, her brain was cured, um, which was a big step for her because she's been, you know, keeping this from Liz. Um, so I I do like that she finally, you know, is free of this weight of keeping this secret. But what I I did really love most of all is that. Um, they really acknowledge the fact that they haven't spoken in a long time. They haven't really um, had deep conversations in a long time. And they're just, you know, catching up over drinks um, and just, you know, being friends together. And, you know, Alex is missing. Right, like that's the only (laughs) thing
1: that made it better is, you know, sort of Alex there to to complete and bring us full circle back to that that friendship. But it's always nice to have them you know, back in, this, back in the scene mm-hmm. together, because I, you know, I, I, I think it, we, everybody was questioning why Maria was taking so long to explain mm-hmm. things to Liz, you know, but I do realize how really painful this was for Maria. And it's mm-hmm. hard to admit painful things, especially to someone who you admit you haven't talked to in a long time, you know, you sort of yeah. grown apart a little bit, with just like the natural ebb and flow of life, So it makes sense. So I'm extremely proud of her for for saying it. And I'm proud of the way that Liz, you know, sort of reacted.
0: Yeah, because like, I mean, like you said, like Liz reacted like. Exactly like Maria had expected her to, you know, Maria was keeping this from Liz because she was saying she will immediately like try to find a solution for this. And I do love that. That's what Liz did, because that was. That's her, does, that's her love language
1: that's her love language it's how she shows yeah. she loves you know it's of course she wants to she she wants to solve every problem and you can't yeah do
0: that. but then immediately when maria went no it's fine you know like you cure me like you've given me not, like an actual future and an actual life so then liz was like okay this is what you want we'll just catch up and we we'll just be friends and i don't need like a problem solver I just need a friend that's and it's nice
1: to Liz getting to the point where she does things when people ask or she doesn't Mm -hmm. barge through assuming right I don't know we don't know what's going to happen but my hope is that this is a moment where Liz realizes that she can't do things just because she wants to you Mm -hmm. know and Maria's made it clear that like this is the way it is and and you know I'm glad that I have this future or whatever so, you you know, and I, I hope Liz takes that in and, and kind of leaves this alone for now and doesn't really barge yeah. through.
0: I think she tried to fix the visions anyway, but I hope it will be by asking Maria first. So we did have like a couple of questions. I think they were all from No Worries Lena on Instagram a couple of them i like kind of weaved into the outline and just one i because i i didn't want to talk about this regarding the episode was that this episode was a conflict dump like here's the episode that tells everything that needs to be sorted and yes yes like that was a lot of explanations
1: it's so much exposition all the time like it is overwhelming. I am yeah. trying to remember if this is how the original Roswell was. Just like an overwhelming amount of information all the time that it is so easy to miss. You know, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty intelligent person. And there's many episodes, especially this one, where I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. There's yeah. just you almost have to take notes because <laughs> there's so much yeah. going on. And I want to know this information, but it is, she's absolutely correct.
0: Yeah, and I think we mentioned this before starting to record, but um, we both watched the episode two times. It's still like I'm still not sure that I liked the episode because I'm still not sure what was going on, aside from like very important, like character points. Um, but like as far as as the plot goes, it's really hard to put into like. a t- Timeline, whatever it's possible, but like into perspective, what what is going on? Because you have so much information all the time, and then you have episode where you're like, nothing is going on. Like, where is this going? And then you like, you no, know, where Selena said, you have an episode that is like just dumps all the information on you, and then you have to remember that you know. But well, I think it's season. You're like no. I think it falls
1: victim to most of the seasons, right? Those those middle two or three episodes, mm-hmm. right? Get yeah. in this sort of like lost gray area of that exposition too. I'm, you know, I'm trying to think back, not that nothing happened in them, but you know, you always have it, or if it's not in the middle, there's at least two or three episodes where it's just like, holy, mo- this is an overwhelming amount of information. And I think it's yeah. just the way that the show functions, but it it is, especially because I feel like we've had a lot of that this season. I feel like a minimum already if three episodes have been like just a big information dump and my brain is overwhelmed.
0: Yeah. I think they're trying to, I don't know if it's to do with it being the last season and they're trying to like cram all their information, like the background information that they can that makes or sense. if, yeah, if it was just written this way, but like, yeah, it's weird and it's overwhelming. And if we, we're in doing the podcast, I would be completely lost. Oh, completely. I would be messaging everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really been involved in fandom
1: for the last few weeks just because I've been yeah. sick and work has been crazy. And you know, I'm ready to dive back in because I can actually watch live on Monday night. Um, but it has been, I would be texting everyone I and mean, being like, I don't know what in the hell is going on. I don't remember. It took me this is how dumb I am too. I also watch everything distracted. It took me a while to realize that Tezka and the Sonia had the same face. It took me a minute. It took me a solid few minutes to realize. I was like, oh, they look remarkably similar. It's the same person.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. So wrapping out favorite part of the episode
1: um probably max and michael talking about you know alex and liz you know i I feel like that's sort of the easy way out but it's another one of those things we've waited a really long time to to see max and michael get to this point and everything i said before right like sort of equating malix with echo and having this real conversation about relationships which (laughs) they probably needed to do a long time ago but at least at least we're here now
0: yeah um I also really like that scene i'm gonna say the liz and maria one just basically because of the same reasons very much really. exactly. i think they were yep. <laughs> kind of similar scenes um and i really like the they were in the same episode um so yeah we just talked I about. i think it, it comes so. down
1: to again like i said a, a little while ago like relationships on this show are what make it such, such a great show for us like yeah so anytime you have this sort of one-on-one or even group conversation about emotions and feelings and things like that like Mm -hmm. that's always going to be reign supreme
0: yeah 100 all right so this was our recap for episode five of season four uh as always you can message us and comment on instagram tumblr and twitter at queerling blast and we'll be back next season hopefully with sarah uh for episode six thank you guys thank you